0: And welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. I've got a slightly unusual show for you this week, a show very much of two halves. So let's get the first half rolling now with this track from the Welsh Modular label. The band is called Bleen. I hope that's the correct pronunciation. And this track is taken from their new EP, which you can buy for just £1 on Bandcamp. And this track is called Statwerk. stuff. That was Bleen and Statwerk from their new EP, which is entitled Diogenes... Statwerk. So I have a couple of friends from university called Ash and Bob and we have a little group on Telegram where we chat about bits and pieces related to music and last week we happened to be chatting about Fergal Sharkey who was perhaps best known as the lead singer of The Undertones. Uh, But when that band split up he recorded the single with The Assembly which was a short-lived project uh, by Vince Clark and Eric Radcliffe who is kind of the Mute Records house engineer. Uh, Fergal Sharkey did just one song with them called Never Never and it goes like this.
1: What to say? It's just a game I play. Now I'm here on my own. I'd like to be with you. I guess you always knew. Still I'm all alone. I know the story, but it all works. I know my every line It's just a waste of time Guess it's all such a shame I've seen it all before
0: Assembly with Fergal Sharkey. And it's funny to think how at the time, and we are going back over 40 years here, I really didn't like the song just because of the vocal, but now... Absolutely love it. Anyway, moving on, and next up, a track by Johnny Marr and Maxine Peake, perhaps an unlikely pairing. And I was interested in their project together, really from the moment I first read about it. It seems they wanted to do a project that would bring back what they called socially conscious art. This was back in 2017. It seems, however, they just did this one single, which is a shame, because I would like to have heard a full album. Uh, maybe that still will happen, I don't know. But for now, this is called The Priest.
2: Salvation Army, see if I can get something to eat I'm skin and I don't know soul On the street where the Sally Army is I'm approached by two guys Do you want buy any gay? I'm asked What sort of gay? Skag? Smack man? Nah, no thanks, it's not my thing What about crack then? Nah, it's not my thing either I reply Spice no. What about the drink, then, eh? Nah, I reply. I'm not drinking at the minute. Got stuff to sort. What? Are you a fucking vicar? Laughing, they make their way onwards, leaving me to scrange a bit of breakfast at the Sally Army. The following day, I'm on my way to another place that provides food for homeless people across the same two guys. They see me. I'm says to the other, watch out, it's the priest. They stand in a prayer stance. I look round. There is no priest. One of the guys says to me as I make it to the doorway of the free food place. They're talking to me Alright I reply I make my way to the door in full realisation that i have been on the streets of this city for four days And I'd already been tagged Maybe I a street name Priest Sleeping rough is a dangerous thing Visitor. He's about 35, 30 years old from Courtbridge, and he's well refreshed. His mates have ditched him. He's his mistress train home, and he wants to talk. I want to sleep. Wanna be alone.
0: Maxine Peake and Johnny Marr, and that was The Priest. Now, do you remember that a few weeks ago I bought an album from the Pure Magnetic label that included a free music plugin to run in your One's digital audio workstation? Well, they've done it again, this time with an artist called Larum, and an EP called The Music of Hildegard von Bingen, uh, recorded live at Public Records. Now, I must admit, I did buy this EP purely to get my hands on the plug-in that came with it but actually the music's great uh, and as it happens fits right in with the stuff I'm going to play for you in the second half of the show but for now this is called o orchis ecclesia mm-hmm. Orchis Ecclesia by Larum from their live at Public Records recording of the music of Hildegard von Bingen So I'm off to Dusseldorf in a couple of weeks' time, and I'm very keen to revisit the site of Kraftwerk's original studio. I've been trying to get in touch with the current owners, uh, to no avail, it must be said. But whilst I've been trying to contact them, I've come across a few bands who subsequently used that space for performances. And one of those bands is called ESB. This track is taken from the live album that they recorded at Kling Klang, which is Kraftwerk studio. And this is called Jellyfish. by ESB taken from their album Live Recordings now this next track bridges the two halves of tonight's show very nicely it's by Brian Eno and it's taken from the soundtrack that he did recently for the TV show Top Boy now to be honest I think really good soundtrack albums are few and far between I'm talking about ones where every track on it is great and you know not just sort of incidental music there are two that I can think of off the top of my head, that I would strongly recommend. One would be Thomas Newman's sublime soundtrack to the film American Beauty, and the other would be Johan Johansson's soundtrack to the sci-fi film Arrival. Seek both those out. They're fantastic. There are a few good tracks on Top Boy, however, and this is one of them. This is called Cutting Room 1. Starting room one from Brian Eno's soundtracks to the show Top Boy. And so on to the second part of tonight's show. And this has come about because last week I took delivery of the extortionately priced box set of the entire catalogue of Obscure Records. Now, Obscure Records is a label that was set up by Brian Eno in the mid-70s. And I mean, given at that time, he'd only been in Roxy Music and made a faltering start to his solo career. I think he'd done two albums at that point. I must say I'm amazed that anyone agreed to finance... A label for him, particularly one that was me putting out uncommercial music. But to their credit, Island Records took the plunge. And so there were 10 albums released on the Obscure Records label between 1975 and 1978, including Eno's own Discreet Music, one of the sort of classic early ambient albums. Now, the title piece of Discreet Music is right up there in that pantheon of seminal pieces of, as I say, of ambient music, but it's also half an hour long, so I'm not going to play that. Instead, we're going to enjoy another track from the album, which is performed by the Cockpit Ensemble, conducted by Gavin Bryars, and more of him later on, and they're playing fragments of the Canon in D major by Johann Paschabel, and this is called French Catalogues. French catalogues uh, from Brian Eno's album Discreet Music as played by the Cockpit Ensemble and uh, they were conducted by Gavin Bryars Uh, now the fourth release on Obscure Records, the one that came after Discreet Music was by two chaps called Max Eastley and David Toop and I should say it wasn't uncommon for artists to share a release on Obscure Records, they weren't working together, they just each had some tracks on the album their album was called New and Rediscovered Musical Instruments and it's this this track I'm going to play for you is by Max Eastley and it's called Elastic Aerophone Centrifone. Max Eastley's track, Elastic Aerophone Centrophone. So by now, you might be beginning to get a feel for the kind of content that was put out on Obscure Records. And I think it's a testament, well, both to Island Records' bravery and to Eno's taste and curation that all of these recordings have, I think, stood the test of time. Uh, The next one we're going to hear is by John White, and it comes from an album called Machine Music. And this is Autumn Countdown Machine. One, two, three. Love that. That was John White's autumn countdown machine from the album Machine Music. And I do think that some of the names on Obscure Records will be familiar to people, Eno, obviously, but also Gavin Bryars, Michael Nyman, you probably know, and the Penguin Cafe Orchestra, and possibly a chap called Harold Budd. And the next track is by the last of those. It's taken from Budd's album called The Pavilion of Dreams. It's a particular favourite of mine, actually. It's absolutely beautiful. This is called Two Songs... Harold Budd and two songs from his album, The Pavilion of Dreams. And to end the show, let's talk about the first album released on Obscure Records, which was by Gavin Bryars. It consisted of two pieces. Uh, On the first side was what might be the best-known track, I'm not sure. That was called The Sinking of the Titanic, and that is a stunning piece of music. Uh, but the second side is really interesting, and here's the story behind it. In 1971, Bryars was working on the sound for a film about homelessness that was mostly filmed around Elephant and Castle. Now, he wasn't involved in the filming, um, but he had a lot of recordings that were used for the soundtrack to the documentary. But there was one piece that wasn't used, and at the end of the of the project... Bryce was given all the tapes, which was actually worth quite a bit. They are expensive bits of kit. And as he went through them, he came across this piece of music he hadn't heard. Uh, it was entirely... He was exactly in tune with his piano and fitted precisely over 13 bars. And he looped it and just started writing along with it and just wrote this magnificent piece of music. It's called Jesus' Blood Never Failed Me Yet. And I'm going to close the show with just one section from that. I hope you love it as much as I do. Um... I also hope you'll join me again this time next week. And until then, cheers, bye.
3: now we get the